Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Mompreneurs, where we celebrate and learn from fabulous black women who are killing it out here as moms in chief, running both their households and their businesses. I'm your host, Nancy Red, and I come from a lovely lineage of black mompreneurs in Southern Virginia. I'm thrilled to present this intimate interview series that highlights inspiring and educational stories about how women are creating incredible opportunities and generational wealth for their families. But money isn't all the series is about. It's about balancing motherhood and mental health and happiness. All of these things are important too. From book empires to bonnet wearing dolls to building franchises, these powerhouses are redefining what it means to be a working mama while inspiring a new generation of mothers to do it for themselves. Carly Red is incredible. She's a mompreneur like no other. She's everywhere. You've seen her on TV, you hear her in her number one songs, and if you're lucky, you eat in her restaurants or you may even wear her hair from her hairline or the clothes from her boutique. Carly, it has been a journey. All right. <laughs> you are not just a mompreneur, you are number one charting mompreneur, which oh, is amazing you. work. Are you still shaking? Yeah, and it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely a lot of work. Oh my gosh, you have no idea. It's a lot of work, but I'm built for this and I'm used to this, so. You've been doing this since you were 10 years old. Mm-hmm, since 10 years old. Yeah, um, I was telling you, you know, walking in here, I was like, uh, so my mom met a lady who was the president of a modeling agency. I'm not supposed to say who she is. And um, she's like, bring your daughter in. Here's my card. I think your daughter's really beautiful and she has a personality. Bring her in. And ever since my mom had that meeting, we've been auditioning for commercials and movies and television shows. And people don't know that. They they look at me and they think, oh, the only thing she's been on is love and hip hop. Or the only thing she's been on is Saints and Sinners. Oh my gosh, my resume is long. It's uh, my first real booking was a fruit roll-ups commercial. To this day, I get fruit roll-ups to my mom's house. <laughs> yeah, to this day, like residuals, like crazy. Um, then it, it, then it was uh, the first black girl in a Levi's commercial, and a Levi's ad. Cause you know, back in the days, it was Levi's was popping. Levi's was the bomb. Levi's, Levi's trying to make a comeback. Yeah. I feel like Levi's needs to be paying attention. <laughs> yeah, Levi's, Levi's. Hey, yeah, yeah. I was the first black little black girl in the Levi's. Uh, I still have my little screenshot of my um. Uh, it was a, it was in a magazine. My mom literally, she literally. It was a casting call, and she literally waited for hours it was so many kids at this casting call so many kids i'm talking about blocks and blocks and my mom didn't care she waited for hours and i got it hmm. there's mm -hmm. no business like show business it's honestly one of the best entrepreneurial ventures that you can do yep and then boom i 
Wanted to be a fast butt. Can you curse? Yeah, you can curse. I want to be a fast ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say in the islands. She wants so cute. She's fast. Um, I want to be a fast ass. And I was like, you know, I just, I thought I was all that. And um, understandably, uh, you have a you have a portfolio of all thatness. Yeah, I, I was I thought I was all that, and I was like, oh well, you know, I wanted to have a boyfriend, and um, my mom was like, they, she was re- you know rebelling, like I was rebelling at this point because I wanted a boyfriend, I wanted a boyfriend, and uh, got myself in trouble and had a boyfriend, and then because my mom was just so strict, she's from Trinidad, she's really really strict. Uh, she like, no, you can't have a boyfriend and all this stuff. And then I said, okay, well, I'm going to go get married. And I went and got married at 16 and a half, 17, 17. And right after that, I got pregnant and now I'm a mom and that's how it happened. And we, oh my gosh, we used to hide from my mother. We used to hide. And where is this by the way? So this started in New York, and then uh, we went. We went and got married, and then um, what part of New York? Oh, gosh, Manhattan, the Bronx, Manhattan. And we went and got married, and uh, well, yeah. And we we actually went back to Trinidad and stayed for a little while, just to get away from my mom, you know. And we moved. We moved back, and we used to move everywhere, and then. Um, I had a daughter, and then my ex-husband got into some trouble. So what happens? Calling on your mom, right? Because they're always there, even if you ghosted them. You ghost your mom with your grandbaby. With this man that she did not approve of in in place one, Um, and you circumceded the whole thing by getting married, and you're in Trini. Mm -hmm. And then... I now he's in trouble. He goes to jail. And who do I go back to? My mom. Moms. They're always, yeah, it's us. And I, you know, I'm a young mom. I didn't understand it. I didn't know, you know. I didn't. And so my mom, basically, she, we, at that time when my ex-husband had gotten in trouble, we were in California now. Now we moved to California. And it's just me, my daughter, and my ex-husband. He got in trouble. He went to jail. And now I'm in California by myself. And I'm scared. And I'm, my mom is like, she came down to California just to tell me she's going to take, well, you know, she's going to take my daughter to New York or Trinidad, either one, and really raise her, you know, because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was young. And she was like, I'm going to be here for you guys. And I was like, okay. So um, now I'm like still like I want to do my career. So I didn't give up on acting and modeling and things like that. Now, music videos at that time was really, really popular. And one music, you could do one music video, make 20,000 quick. So my mom saw that. She was like, okay, you're still following up on the acting. She's seen um, I did... uh, You remember the show that LL Cool J was in? I did that show. I did the barbershop show. I mean, um, Lala was in that show, too. A lot of people send it to me all the time. Like, oh, you was in the scene with Lala. She was on that show, too. Um, And my mom was like, okay, you're doing something with yourself. So my daughter was going back and forth to me and my mom, to me and my mom. Because my mom was like, okay, you're not just 
chilling, you're doing something with yourself, and you're going to school at the same time. So I'm going to college, taking care of my daughter, and still following up with all my career because I wanted this so bad. And it's interesting because the theme with this show is the importance of a strong mother. To become a strong mother, it's much easier if you have one. And to not, and your mother doesn't give up on you, right? Like my mom always says, you never give up on your children. Uh, and she didn't give up on you. She helped you by being a blessing to you and your daughter and yeah, giving you this. Yeah, it makes me want to cry. Mm. Why? Because she didn't give up on me. And um, she could have, you know. That was my fault. I'm the one who left, you know. Like, I thought I was all that, you know. And she, you know, as a mom, she didn't give up on me. She was like, I'm going to take, take care of you and Jasmine. And that's why now, like, I go so hard. Now that I have the ability and the money and, and the platform, I go so hard for my family. I really go hard for my mom. So you've got these two big gigs. How did you get them? How did you, because that's really hard. Like, your mama stood in the casting call line for you to be the Levi's girl. But you out here in California all by yourself. How and did you get these It was jobs? like all I know, because of my mom, it was like all I know was to audition and find a, find a, you know, a manager and find an agent. And I was just like, this is what I know, because this is what, you know. And I don't know if she, like, because it's crazy, because now that... Um, you know, now people come up to me and, oh, let me get your autograph, let me, and my mom is just like, okay, whatever, <laughs> you know? She's not faded. <laughs> she did not fade it at all. She's not at all. It might be a good Caribbean thing. Because hmm. you don't want to blow the head up because that's how you get in trouble, mm -hmm. right? So you've got these two things. And so then you start pivoting. Do you start looking for ways to make your money work more for you at mm -hmm. this point? So what? where are and we? And that's when I started thinking of entrepreneurs. So I'm literally, <laughs> you want to hear this crazy stuff. So I'm literally, because I want to make my mom so proud of me. My mom is, my mom was a head nurse at the Presbyterian Hospital when um, I moved to, at this point, when I moved to California, she's now, a nurse at Presbyterian Hospital. She was always a nurse in Trinidad, and now she's a nurse here in the States, you know? And so I'm just like, I gotta make my mom proud. I gotta make my mom proud. So I was doing this <laughs> to take care of my child because I didn't want my mom feeling like, oh, she's just paying for everything, you know? So I was like, okay. <laughs> I would, so in the mornings, I would wake up, I would literally go, I had this job at a um, marketing company. Then after that, I went to school for nursing because my mom's a nurse and that was important for her for me to graduate with a nursing degree. When I tell you, I hated it. I could not stand to see blood. <laughs> I could not stand to see blood. I'm like, what? I hate seeing blood. I hated cleaning shit. I hated doing everything, but I was doing it because my mom. And then after that, I would, um, so in the morning, I would go to the marketing company, work that job. Then um, the marketing company, good thing about them is they were like, whenever you have an audition, let us know. Amazing. So if I had an audition that day, I could leave early, go to my audition, and then go back to the company or leave for the day. They were really understandable about that. Okay, cool. So, but at night, I went to school for nursing. Then I got the, uh, you know, they told me, oh, well, now you have to like do hours in the hospital to get your license. So all night long from literally from like eight o'clock to like six in the morning, I'm like working at this 
hospital. Sometimes I worked at the senior center home. Sometimes I worked at, a, it depends, different facilities just to get my hours so I can get a license. Girl, and you're not I, getting paid anything. I mean, you're going from this is this is the juxtaposition, right? Because you're getting all this money for these one-off music videos, and then or commercials, or commercials, or uh, modeling gigs. But so you're like, at least sometimes I would do a good shoulder. modeling gig, dark and lovely. Uh, commercials were really, really good because commercials paid at that time. I mean, residuals was, you know. But you still had the day job and the night job. Mm -hmm. You were working. You your work, <laughs> aholic. <laughs> Speaking of work, finish that's probably finish. why my single called work. Cause and that's why it did so well. It's authentic. Right. Uh, yeah, because I wanted to make sure that I had it for, I'm a mom now. It's more than me now. It, I got a little one to take care of. I got to make sure she's good. I got to make sure she does not want for anything. And that's what I was doing. Um, but also building my career, you know, building it up to, girl, at this point, I gave my mom the degree and the and the license. I said, okay, here you go. I'm done with that nursing. <laughs> and how old were you at this point where you got this nursing degree? Yeah, and now I'm like in my 20s. Now I'm in my 20s. And incredible. I'm like, here, mom. You did it. You yeah. accomplished the goal. Yeah, here, please. I don't want to have nothing to do with nursing, please. Now can I go back to what I really love? And well. the grind is different because when you can grind and work all these different jobs and do all these different classes and everything when you're doing it for your daughter, but she's not there. When she's 11 and y'all are in the same house, it's a little bit more exhausting. You don't have the energy that Ooh, you had before. Girl, but you know, I must say that my daughter is really, really independent. I don't know if it's because Even of at 11? She's really, I, even if, I don't know if it's because of, you know, I know my mom's working. I know she's on a grind. I don't know what it was, but she, she got real dependent, independent real quick. And now, now fast forward to now, she went to high school with me in California. She went to high school in California. And um, still, I'm still taking her to school, you know, because I don't want her to drive. While all her friends were like, I'm driving. I'm in high school. I'm driving. I'm like, you're not driving. I don't want you driving. You're not driving. Mom, come on. All my friends have cars. It's California. I'm like, you're not driving. So I took her to and from school. And then when it's so, when I had gigs, so like I got the Scream Queens gig and I had to live in a house with 10 other girls on VH1 for two months, two months. And what I'm going to do, my daughter's still in school. I literally was like asking friends and friends and friends, like, please, somebody, please like help me, you know, make sure she gets home from school, make sure she, and we couldn't, and when you're on that show, you couldn't literally talk to like your family every day. Um, they took everything from us, including my Bible. No magazines, no nothing. It was crazy. And we filmed, good thing about it is um, we filmed around Thanksgiving time. So she had that little break right there. But all the other times I, I was, I was just scrounging like, please Lord, be, let my child be okay. Was she by herself in your home? No, I had friends and family, like friends was just, coming down, like, please, you know, okay. All right, now to, for two days, I got this friend watching her. For two days, I got, <laughs> for three days, I got, you know. That so, is yeah. a good support system. And another yeah. thing is when you're when you're going after these lofty goals, you cannot do it alone. No. And not only do you need, you need a support system, it is almost impossible to do anything without yeah. a good support system with your back. Because that's, and that's, that's a lot. And at the yeah. same time, 
a lot of people didn't even know you had a kid, right? So this was all behind the scenes. Yeah. This was a bunch of not only ride or dies, but ride yeah. or dies keeping it hid. Yeah. I didn't want, um, and then when I finally got a chance, the opportunity to be on Love & Hip Hop, um, I didn't want, I, I, you know, I saw the other ladies had put their child on a show, but I wanted to give my daughter the opportunity to say yes or no. She was too young, you know what I mean? And I want to give her the opportunity to say, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be in the industry like you are. I, I don't want, you know, I want, I want her to find her place because once she's on that camera, it's over. She could either get teased in school. She could, you know, it's a lot that comes with that. And I didn't want her to get teased. You know, I didn't want her, I wanted her to make her own decisions whether she wanted to be on the show or not. Being a mom, I said, Jazz, I want to open up a restaurant. I really need your help. We literally, and we opened this restaurant during the pandemic. My daughter and I slept in that restaurant during the pandemic. Like, we slept painting walls with the uh, interior designer. We literally was like, what color? We would. Uh, we had so much fun doing it, but we did it. And it was just me and my daughter at the restaurant till late night. Sometimes we sleep in there. Sometimes, you know, because uh, we didn't have the correct locks or something happened. And we're like, oh, we don't want to leave it. We've done all this work. And it, yeah. Uh, sometimes it was like, oh, the contractor was coming at three in the morning. I'm like, I don't care. We'll be here. And my daughter was right there next to me sleeping in this restaurant during the pandemic. When you share these stories, I think it's not the glamorous experience that a lot of people expect because you own, like on paper, you own a restaurant mm -hmm. and you own, you own a clothing boutique yeah. and uh, you're on all these shows. But at the end of the day, I didn't want to, and, and it was a pandemic too. I'm not dependent on anybody. Come on. Me and my daughter got this. And once I told her, I said, Jazz, I really need your help in this restaurant. I need you to help me build this out. She said, okay, mom, I'm here for you. And she helped me. Like she, me and her uh, painting walls and doing things and, and making calls and doing everything together. And she really helped me knock it out. Do you ever have trepidation about, you seem to have a really good ability. So many of us, one of the reasons I like doing this is I want to inspire people to finally go for it because we all have business ideas. I'm sure your mom had business ideas. We mm -hmm. all in our back of our head, but something's constantly telling us, ooh, what if it fails? What if it doesn't oh do gosh. well? What is it that you think is special about you, Carly, that you are able to have the idea and follow through and not give up on it, even in the face of everything? I, I just never take no for an answer, number one. Number two, I think positive in every light. It's gotta be another way. Okay, this door may shut, but it's gotta be another way. There's no way that I'm not supposed to do this. There's no way. I'm not taking no for answer. And I, saying that, I wanna motivate everyone. Everyone's like, they say, oh, she's too old to, to sing now. I've been doing this since I was young. It just never popped. I just didn't wanna give up on my dreams. Okay. My daughter wasn't a setback, right? But yeah, I had my child. Uh, I got married to the to a guy who went to prison. You know, I thought I was gonna have this white picket fence, all these setbacks, you know, because I thought I was gonna, you know, I thought I was gonna have a white picket fence, get married, and he'll support my career, and you know, and ooh, but we had a setback, and he went to jail, and I had to take care of my daughter by myself all all her life. <laughs> 
because in her eyes, she doesn't have a dad because he's in prison. And, um, and I'm like, no, you can't think like that. You know, you have to, I would take her to go visit her dad in prison. But all these things that happened to me over my life, I said, you know what? I don't care how old people think I am or how old I wasn't supposed to. I'm not supposed to be in music anymore because of my age. I was doing this when I was younger, but it just didn't pop. I didn't give up on my dreams. I decided I am not going to let anything make me give up on my dreams. When I made that decision, I want to live out all my dreams that I put on paper, that I put in my notes. I want to I want to have a restaurant. I want to have a store in different cities. I want to have a restaurant in different cities. I want to have the number one song on the iTunes charts. I want to have my dream home. I want to have my dream car. I'm not giving up. So I want to motivate every mom out there. Whatever your dreams are, do not give up. Trust me, do not give up. You know another thing that I used to do? Every day. Whatever my goal and my dream is, I would make sure I do three things towards it. Three things. Even if I had three goals that day, or, or you know, okay, one is music. One is um, being on uh, a television show, a scripted television show, right? I so wanted to be on a scripted television, like a regular series scripted television show. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Three things every day. Sending out my headshots towards it, going to acting class. Okay, if acting class was on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm like, okay, that was my checkoff. I did that one thing today. Okay, and if I didn't get those three things done, I literally would be so upset at myself. I would be so angry at myself. Like, come on, I'm dis- you're disappointing yourself. You dis- you know, and this is what I've been trying to teach my daughter. Like, babe, you have to, she now, so now she's getting it. Okay, I got to write a list. I got to. I got to do what I need to do, you know. Um, She's still in fashion. And I'm like, you can't just give up on your dreams, baby girl. And see, writing it down is a theme. I I talk to a lot of mompreneurs who believe in the power of making it real, making it concrete, because you can't walk, you can't avoid it. And just breaking it down into small, attainable steps is how you build such a portfolio like you have with not just one business, but multiple businesses. And would you say, I think a lot of times people think, well, if I don't focus on my attention, on my singing within that that means I'm giving up but actually it helps you to not give up you could maintain your music dreams because it wasn't your only thing wouldn't you say so while it wasn't popping it's like your stock market portfolio right while it's something's not popping something's doing really well you just hold on to everything you hold on to the right things and you just hope that your time comes and that's kind of that's kind of what you've been doing You've been doing a really good job of juggling everything. Man, it's so hard. You have no idea how hard it is because I don't, you know, I have a manager, of course, and I have a PR team and I have this, but no one works harder than you. No one works harder than a mom who has a child that she has to take care of and she doesn't want that child to have to want for anything outside of her no one works harder than a mom that 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 has to grind for her baby and my daughter's my inspiration to make me work harder but also I just I'm like I don't care what the setback is and I don't care how old I am to fulfill my dreams I'm gonna get it 
and boom. I mean, it was, I could show you from way back in 2009, I, <laughs> I could show you way back in 2001, all my goals and dreams was like, you got to have the number one song. You got to do this. And I have it all written. I have it all still to this day. How do you prioritize? Like, for example, in the hierarchy of life, restaurants, clothing stores, TV show, like, wh how do you decide what gets top billing? What, what do you focus on at that moment? Is it just a moment? Is it just a feeling? Like, I, because I mean, I'm being honest with you. I opened up restaurant in pandemic, creating on TV show. I might have gone TV show route because of your, your background, but mm -hmm. you were like, mm -mm, we start with this restaurant this time. Yeah. How, how, what, how do what? I prioritize everything? So it depends on what I have going on at the time. So, for example, um, now that I built a restaurant, I made sh we built it to the point where it's running itself. I hired the great team, and now it's running itself. Boom, go, fly away, right? I'm still on every chat. I'm still looking at everything. My store, same thing. I'm really, really hands-on with my store. But I built a team to, okay, now my store can run itself. Go, go, do your thing. And um, I probably like my music, uh, you know, okay, I'm going to go to Trinidad and finish recording my album. After that, put the music, you know, I prioritize towards I have to do at that time. So right now, because the song went, number one, I'm doing a lot of radio tour. I'm about to go on tour soon. So I prioritize that towards, you know, and hire a great team. And some of your team members might fall off and some of them might not be there. I had like, oh, it's crazy because I was, I'm very loyal. And I had a manager that managed me for years. And I was just like, damn. One day I was, I turned around, I was like, all these years and this didn't pop off. This didn't pop off. This didn't work. This didn't work. And I was like, let me get rid of my manager. Let me get rid of my team. Let me start over. Promise you. The day I actually got rid of my manager, the day I actually got rid of that particular team. <laughs> so crazy. Everything that I wanted to do that I had given to that manager said, this is what I want to accomplish with you. I did it on my own. I did it on my own. So sometimes, you know, you have to be careful with your team and, and, you know, make sure that you have the right team and it's it's working for you. Once you don't see things, you know, I'm a loyal person. So I was just like, no, give it another shot. Give it another year. Two years went by. Give point, it another year. Give it another. And everything was just stagnant. I'm like, what is going on? My life is just, I'm supposed to be up. So sometimes it may be the people that you have around you, the, the reason why you're not up. And that person could be anybody. It could be a family member. It could be a manager. It could be anyone. You want to surround yourself with people with high minds. That's what my mom always says. You want to make sure you're around high minds. High minds. That, that is a good one. I know. I'm going to use that oh, one, girl. Because that's the thing. Because you want to have high people when you're just like, you want to open a restaurant. Bet. Let's figure this out. I want to create a TV show. Okay. Uh, because, because otherwise, you're just climbing an uphill battle. Not let's wait. I, it seems like what's interesting about your journey is when you're ready to do something, you'd like for people to get behind it at that juncture and not like put it on pause, which is, is so interesting because you have been so patient. You are simultaneously a fast actor and a very patient person. You have been patient for this number one. 
You yeah. have been patient for your daughter to come back and live with you when you're little, mm-hmm. when you're younger. You're patient for these 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 long-standing projects to help fund these other businesses that now are self-sufficient, right? Because yeah. you know you might not have that initial nail salon. Right, but that was, that was you. You learn along the way. You don't have to keep every business open, but every business you start, even if it fails, you yeah. learn from. And so, when yeah. you're looking at your journey, and when you're thinking about twenty-year-old you, who has to call your mom in a sad position, do you think she would have imagined that you would be the boss mom that you are today? Like I said, she looks at it. I'm like, Mom, what you think? And she looks at me like, mm, Okay. You know, it's it's not, um, I took, I just came back from the Labor Day Parade and I went Times Square and I have a billboard in Times Square. So I took my mom to see the billboard in Times Square with my sister. That's my family. So it's my mom, my sister, my daughter, and my uh, nephew. My sister had a baby. And that's, that's us. It's us. And um, everyone else is like, you know, we still have, we have a big family. So my grandmother had 13 children. So we have a huge family. But as far as like my, my, you know, my family that I'm like, this is who I do anything in life for is me, my daughter, my, um, if there's my daughter, my sister, my nephew, and my mom, that's us. It's like our little, our little, you know. And um, I took my sister and my um, and my mom to see. My mom was just like, "Okay, all right," you know. She still didn't give me, "Ooh." And my sister said, "How do you feel? You got a billboard in Times Square?" I said, "I always wanted one when I used to live in New York. I always wanted one." And she said, "Well, how do you feel?" I was like, "Now that I got it, I feel okay." <laughs> She's like, well, I got chills. I, well, I have chills. I have chills. I have, look, at, I have chills. And I'm like, you have chills? I said, well, I did it for us. It's for us. And she was like, I got chills. I can't believe. Yeah, so when she said that, I was like, ah, did it for us. Yeah. Uh, I did it for us when I was a kid. So when I was back from Trinidad, I was working at my dad's restaurant. Anytime I go see my dad. I was working in my dad's restaurant. I was working in my dad's restaurant more than seeing my dad because he was working in the restaurant and so was I. <laughs> and so, um, especially when I got in trouble. Oh, when I first started dating my ex-husband uh, and I, my, my family was really like, oh no, you can't have a boyfriend. Oh no. So I had to go literally work in my dad's restaurant. <laughs> that was like, oh, I don't want to be in my dad's restaurant. So, um, it's, I didn't remember all of that until that one day that, do you remember all the shit you've been through your dad's restaurant? And you had to work in there and everything. And I was like, yeah, me and my cousins used to work at my dad's restaurant. We were kids and we used to work at my dad's restaurant. And uh, I said, let me open up my dad's restaurant. So I went, um, talked to his, because they, to, they had it together, you know, his ex-wife. And, and now she's sick. I'm like, oh, so I went to go visit. She's paralyzed. She had a, she got into a bad car accident. She's paralyzed. So I went to go see her, and I'm like, I really want to open up you guys' restaurant again. And she's like, okay, whatever. She's Jamaican. And she's like, yeah, mom, whatever you want, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I want to open up you guys' restaurant. She's like, okay. And so uh, Island Escape should be open in the next two weeks to a month. And that is really dedicated to my dad. So before he leaves this earth, 
I want to bring him to the restaurant and I'm praying I can travel with him because his heart and all that, you know, I'm praying that the the doctor says, okay, but if the doctor says I can't take a plane with him, we're going to drive to that restaurant. Okay. <laughs> you get him in a van. I'm going to get going. It's we, not that far from Atlanta. Yeah. You, you're going to get there. Yeah. Because, and I think this is just wonderful because, because you are a mother who's an entrepreneur who is helping her whole family. This isn't just about you. None of the things that you're doing seem to be for you. It seems yeah. to be for your entire village. Yeah. And that's the goal. I didn't even think about it that way. That's the dream. I mean, again, another theme with, again, you've got to have a good circle. You've got, you, you, you pick your circle, your circle picks you. Yeah. You know, you cut the dead wood. You got rid of the people who are not on your high level. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. yeah you know? I know, because Neo is definitely on the high level. <laughs> <laughs> How did that come about? At what point was it, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start a chicken and waffles restaurant. That yeah. is the most, it seems random, but it must not be. I, honestly, it was supposed to be a Caribbean restaurant at first. Uh-huh. And I got stuck. And I was like, I don't know. Because I, I, I don't know what, what I was, I didn't know what I was doing. I just got stuck. And um, I contacted Crystal and partners and, you know, got together and we we put our heads together. You're like, Crystal, I want to start a restaurant. <laughs> Literally? <laughs> no, well, she is a chef. She's a chef. And I'm like, yeah, Crystal, I want to get, yeah, start a restaurant. And I already started it. At this, <laughs> No, but at this point, I already started. You already had the building? Yeah, I Oh, see, girl, see, you just jumping. You're just like, okay, so like, so you have this you have this building, but you don't have a chef. You don't know what to do. So who I know? All right, I'm going to call Crystal. Yeah, yeah. At this time, no, I already had the building. Me and my daughter already built it out during the pandemic. But you and still everything. didn't, you built the building. It was literally like filled dreams. It was dreams. already built. It was food of dreams. Mm -hmm. Because you're just like, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. <laughs> I promise it was already built and everything. And by the time by the time uh Neon Crystal came in, it was already done. They just I just didn't know I was stuck. I was like, what do I do? And it it the Crystal's uh, you know, her chef and her food and everything, like, oh, I wanna cook this and I wanna do this. And it worked out. So you've gotten yeah. a lot of no's in your life, right? Oh, we only no see, every day. I tell everybody, for every one thing you see that I have accomplished, there's literally hundreds of embarrassing no's. Like, not just no's, but just sad, oh, sad no. stories. Oh, no, I get no's every day, guys. And no's from surprising places. You're just like, yeah. really? That's a no? I mean, I won't go and with I, it. But. <laughs> what's, what's better when you have a no is, watch this. You know how, watch this. Like this. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's, oh. Every time I get a no, I make sure I go back and like, I want them to see what I did. Every time I get a no, oh, yes, honey, I go back. Like, watch this. I love that. Well, we can't wait to continue watching this. We're very proud of you. This Thank is so you. exciting. So many people have so much capacity and this is a stuck. You know, it's just like stuck in there. And yeah. we're trying to, with this series, figure out how to get it out. Please, y'all, get it out. Because <laughs> if you don't get it out, yeah, if you don't get it out, it's, it's, you don't want, I, I keep saying, I don't want to leave this earth not being able to say, I really accomplished all my goals, everything I wanted to do. So it's probably like a lot more stuff. Now, now I'm making new goals, you know, <laughs> making new goals, but. I can really say, I, like, my heart go, like, man, I did it. My mom was really sick recently, and she was a businesswoman. I'm and sorry she to said, hear that. Thank you. We, we pulled her out. It was a whole, that's a whole other story. Um, and I was afraid she was going to die. And I said, Mom, are you okay? She was like, I have done everything I want to do. I have no regrets. Mm. She's like, I have only one thing I didn't get to do. And she was like, I didn't get to fly the Concorde. That's because they went out of business. <laughs> 
like, I was, you know what? If you were 82 years old, you grew up in Jim Crow segregation, and your only, your only regret is you didn't get to fly the Concorde because it, it went out of business before wow. you could get on it. Uh, that's pretty good. So, but you she's, know, she's fine now. Girl, yes. That's a whole other oh, conversation. I had to live you. in the hospital with her for months, and it oh was a whole thing. God. But I feel like that's a whole spinoff conversation. This is mompreneurs. Then we can talk about daughterpreneurs. <laughs> right. Or, or, or taking care of your man. That's a whole nother show when, when, when people have to literally, a lot of people have to take care of their family. You know? If you're lucky. I feel blessed. I feel so blessed to be able to do it. Um, you are blessed to be able to do it. We, this is a blessing. I look at it as God giving me the ability to provide, not just for my nuclear family, but my extended, you know, and, and what a blessing that is. But, yeah. um, and I'm blessing to have grandmothers that a lot of, um, ladies, you know, they have grandmothers and I was talking to this, um, I went to a, 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 um, a thing last night, an event last night. And I was talking to some young ladies there and they were like, you know, a lot of them, they left their child with their grandmother so that they can, you know, pursue, you know, grandmother's boy. Grandmothers are, I mean, goodness gracious. It's, it's, it's just, we, we need to continue this conversation and talk about the elders. But the, the running theme is your Mom, village God. is crucial and key. Mm -hmm. And when it's your opportunity to give back, you cannot miss that opportunity. And you are not, you're not missing an opportunity yourself or your family or for anything. Yeah. And I am blessed to be here with you. We have to continue this conversation yeah. on so many levels. You are a joy. Thank you. Red to red. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me.